Hey y'all, my name is Giovanna, and you're listening to the Sugar Glass Podcast, the podcast where I allow myself to break free of my perfectionism. Yeah, I like that. Okay, we're gonna use that. Hey, so I decided that I'm not going to attempt recording. Oh, first of all, it's episode three. Hey, I'm not gonna try to record the intro in the. Um, I kind of want to call it the body, but I think I'm just really used to writing essays. So we're just going to call it the body. I'm not going to do the intro on the body because I, <laughs> I don't have it yet. And while I'm recording this, you guys still don't even know this exists. So, um, but today I am doing things a little bit differently and I'm really curious to see how it turns out. It's been like weeks since I've sat down to record anything at all and the first two episodes I recorded them a few days apart and I you'll probably be able to tell how that timeline went I guess but this one I don't know life just happened and it happened really hard and this is also why you guys don't know about this yet because I decided that I wanted to have at least a month down the pipeline before I got to you it is what it is. But uh, before my first two episodes, I was recording in my office, which is the closet that I turned into my office, which I am so obsessed with. I, I'm so obsessed. I'm really so obsessed. I can't even really describe how obsessed I am. Um, if you are not someone who found me through my Instagram, then I guess I should probably explain it anyway I should get into the habit of not assuming that um there's some kind of like cross-pollination I'm just going to treat this like what it is which is a weird space that just exists that was so awkward anyway that's also a thing about this is like trying to figure out how to acknowledge when things feel weird for me and whether or not it's necessary it's kind of like you know when you tell somebody oh don't mind me my hair is a mess but they might not have known that your hair was a mess so it's like why'd you bring it up in the first place kind of deal i'm trying to get better at doing things like that and i need to extend that practice to this space moving past that entirely my clawface there's a closet in my dining room that it was honestly just a junk closet. It wasn't really serving that much of a purpose. And um, for some reason, last year, our Wi-Fi just would not reach to the spot where I had my desk originally. It was really frustrating. We had an extender. My partner um, upped our, I guess, I don't know. I kind of want to say Wi-Fi game, but I know that that's not, that language doesn't make any sense. He just, I guess stronger in there. I don't know. He did it. Okay. And it still, it just wasn't touching that corner, that specific corner where I had my desk. So I had like a brain blast. I was like, what if I put my desk in a hole? So I cleared out a closet and I took the desk. It's just a really, and honestly, it's just an old modular dining room table. I put it in my closet and I did some measurements and I tried to figure out how I felt and I asked my partner I was like are you okay with like this closet 
being used in a different way. Once we talked it out, I moved the desk in there, like, officially, and I worked. My plan was to work in there for two weeks, and then after two weeks, I was going to, like, go buck wild, and I was going to paint. Or No, at that time, I wanted to put a wallpaper. I was going to put a wallpaper. I was going to install this, this, and that, and I was going to, you know, I just had all these ideas, and it took, like, like, four months for me to even choose a paint color once I decided that wallpaper was not what I wanted to do. And then I had to patch up a bunch of landlord specials in that closet. And then I painted it this really beautiful deep red. It's called a red henna by Valspar. Super pretty. And then I put my little desktop back in there. But it was so uncomfortable. I always hated using that table as a desk. It was just a holdover from my bachelor days and a table that um, got replaced by a more substantial dining table. And it was modular. You could take the legs off. You could slide it in a closet really easily, you know. So when I needed a desk, I was like, oh, okay. I'll just use this. Um, but it was uncomfortable. The legs are, like, too close together. So sitting under it kind of sucks. It's just a lot of weird little things about the desk. That, if the table that made it an awful desk. So I made a plan to build a worktop. And my original plan was to paint every single shelf the exact same red but then my partner brought up the possibility of butcher block which I really liked and he said um he basically explained to me that like the butcher block would be more substantial so I ended up doing butcher block um I got some help cutting it down I sanded it I got help sanding it and I sanded it and then I got help staining it and I stained it and I stained it, um, I can't remember the color right now, but it's a dark brown. And it's really pretty, and I really like it. And I got a cute little office chair, and the only thing that's wrong with it is that my organization is a little ugly, but I fit in there. It's really great, and I love being able to close the door when I'm done with my work. It is so satisfying. The reason my, I'm telling you about my clawface, my closet office, is because that's where I recorded my first two episodes. I hope I said that earlier. But today I'm sitting on my couch and I, I'm literally just sitting on my couch. The dog is asleep on the floor and I just thought maybe I should try something different. I'm terrified that like you're moving around and like just not being in a stable spot is going to mess up the audio so we'll see we will see if this is garbage i apologize part of the reason why it's been um weeks i guess it's not going to be weeks to you but it's weeks to me since i've sat and attempted to do this is for a few reasons number one i was afraid that i was going to turn myself into like a listicle and only like have like this is a list of this and this is a list and like while I do think that that would be very funny I also think that it would be too close to some podcasts that I love and listen to and my goal is not to recreate podcasts my goal I, I really it's been so long that I hope that I have said this already but I will say it again my goal is to create a space where I could do literally anything I want at any given time like this structure can change entirely one day it could be me sitting on my couch talking to you in probably the driest tone and another day it could be like 
I don't know, something scripted or a game show or something. I just wanted to give myself the space to explore and just do literally whatever. So, um, chaos, my life has been chaotic. And because it's been chaotic, I haven't felt like I could sit down because all of the ideas, hold on, I'll tell you some of the ideas. Let me, let me grab my phone. This microphone does not have like a, I'm holding it, the tripod. It's not very ergonomic. So if I drop it, I'm sorry. But some lists that I thought would be funny, um, which I may do, I may never do because I don't want this to turn into a listicle, a list of comedians that I think would think that I was funny. I think Steve Carell would think that I was so funny. I said that to somebody once and they told me that that was a narcissistic thing to say, but I don't know. I think that Steve Carell would think that I was really fun. Um, a list of my least favorite girlfriends that Jerry dated on Seinfeld. It is what it is. Cute names for a turtle. I might still do that one. I might still, we'll talk about that eventually. I might still do that one. Um, and then some other things that I, honestly, I'm embarrassed to read. I can't believe I wrote those down. But just like weird little lists. And I think that if you are having a good time with me, you would enjoy hearing that. But at the same time, you know, I'm more than just a list maker. So I need to treat myself like I'm more than just a list maker. That being said... One of the things that has also kept me away from the mic has been, I've just been feeling gross, you know? Um, I have PMDD, which is a mood disorder that um greatly affected by my cycle. So sometimes I just don't feel like socializing. And I can't tell if this is socializing. I think, I think in a sense it is. And then I think on the other hand... It's not because you can't see me. Like, I feel like when I'm on my social media and I'm like telling stories, that feels like socializing because you can see me and the responses that I get are more in real time. It will probably be maybe another three weeks before you hear this from the date that I'm recording it. So it doesn't feel like socializing on one hand, but then it feels like socializing on another hand. But also, I... How do I say this? How do I say this? I don't want to leave dead air, but I also, um, I want to actively keep this genuine. Like, I don't want to, I'll probably will like bleep some stuff from time to time and just be like, you know what? Actually, I don't want the world to know that I think that at all. But other than that, I don't want to really clean this up I just want it to exist which is also why I try to keep it short because I don't think that you need to hear me ramble for 45 minutes about dust particles I was watching and just like that which is the spin-off sequel I don't know what the word is which is the follow-up to sex and the city and here are some spoilers I'm about to spoil I'm going to spoil it. Here is the spoiler. I'm going to spoil it. I am going to, I guess, end cap, bookend the spoiler by saying that the spoiler is over, but the spoiler is starting. So you have a few, the spoiler is starting, please. So anyway, 
Carrie's husband, Big, passes away, right? And then there's this episode where Carrie, in her grief, just walks and walks and walks and walks, like, all over New York. And she does not sleep. She just walks. And Charlotte is trying to, like, be there for her and explain to her that, like, it's worrisome that she's walking as much as she is. And it's not, like, super normal to be walking as much and as far as she is, especially after her husband just died. And she's trying to, like, gauge... Carrie's I guess state and like how she's moving through her grief and and no I won't tell you that and she's like um halt you have to remember your halt and this is the first time I'd ever heard the term halt um so now the spoiler's over I'm done the spoiler's over no more spoiler for and just like that the and just like that spoiler is over I'm done and now I'm going to talk about the acronym that I learned. So I never heard HALT before. And um, HALT stands for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. So now when I'm like feeling away, especially when I'm overwhelmed and things are chaotic, I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and just HALT for a moment and walk through. Most of the time I get to hungry and I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. And then I can handle my business from there. But um, I realized that hungry angry lonely and tired were not enough for the things that upset me like the things that make it difficult for me to move through situations or make it difficult for me to just like handle business like I will just feel so incapable of finishing a task if I'm in one of these states so I changed it a little bit and I was explaining this to a, a friend and she was like that makes so much sense so instead of halt in my mind, what I'm like, I need to assess. I do halted, which is hungry, angry, lonely, tired, and extremely dirty. Because sometimes when you're stressed out, you don't realize that you you got spicy armpits. And spicy armpits make you so sad. And I think that sometimes we don't <laughs> really admit like how good a shower can just feel when you don't feel good. Like... If you're in a bad mood, sometimes a shower can just really wipe the slate clean. So, I'm going to say it again. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, extremely dirty. I am curious to know if y'all feel like this um, acronym. If you follow HALT, if it's helpful to you at all. And if you think that letters should be added. But it's it ha first of all, I don't know if HALTED is a word. Can you give me some? I want to Google that, actually, because I realize now I don't know what um, form Hulk can, like, be in, I guess. Um, yeah, okay. Halted is the past tense, which it makes sense, but it also doesn't sound right to me, <laughs> which is why I looked it up. Thank you for your time. Okay, but anyway, um, I'm really curious to know if you have anything it, the letters can be rearranged but it still has to make a word out of the acronym because it has to be easy to remember you can email it to me at i actually don't know what my email is i forgot 
or you can call and leave a message because I know what my phone number is now. My phone number, <laughs> my phone number for this podcast, the hotline is 910-448. What is that? 6899. Once again, that's 910-448-6899. What do you do? Like what what is your order of operations to like, I don't know, like stop being a bitch? You know, you know, when you're just like in a mood. And there's literally nothing. There's no reason for you to be in the mood. There's no one direct reason. It could be just everything, which is very fair. But how do you get out of it? And yeah, I, um, I'm i really curious. I love to know how people, I guess, elevate themselves from one condition to another. Because it's hard, especially when it's up to you and only up to you. And sometimes even when it's like someone has like stepped in to help it can still feel almost like paralyzing to watch them handle your business uh the last like few months I've been helping a lot of people pack and unpack a lot of people in my life have like moved which is really exciting some people have moved to like some really really exciting like futures but I just like have seen how overwhelmed that they get and they just feel like stuck to the point where like certain decisions are really hard to make. Um, I believe the term is decision fatigue, like they experience decision fatigue. And when you experience decision fatigue, I feel like I'm making just spaghetti of these words right now. When you experience decision fatigue, you get stuck then you have even more decisions you have to make and it's just it's just a mess so what um I guess what gets you out of your decision fatigue can you get out of your decision fatigue can you do it by yourself I'm really curious I feel like I had decision fatigue I also am so tired of saying that I'm gonna say df instead I feel like I had df with trying to figure out what to record next and what's worth my time and especially what's worth yours so I um I hope that I, I don't spend too much more time away. But like I said, you're not going to realize how much time I spent away. But I really, my goal is really just a year. I really just want to get a year of consistent episodes. So the only way to do it, don't, there ain't nothing to, there, mm, okay, hold on. There ain't nothing to it but to do it. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say bye, but then you're going to hear me say bye again, because like I said, I'm going to pre-record my intro. I'm also going to pre-record my outro, because honestly, when you don't know your tagline, it's kind of awkward. And then here we go. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Sugar Glass Podcast. You can leave me a voicemail at my hotline, or you can talk about this episode, a past episode, or you can ask for advice. That phone number is 910-448-6899. If you're a little shy, you can always send me an email at sugarglasspodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, um, what else? Subscribe to support the show, and we'll see you, see you, you'll hear from us. Whatever. Bye. Thank you again. <laughs>